This is Blind Football News. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Blind Football News. I'm your host Joe and I hope you had a good weekend. I unfortunately did not have the greatest of weekends. I spent all weekend out cold, literally actually out with a cold, um, which is also why there wasn't an episode on Saturday and Sunday. But I'm back again, uh, back better than ever, I hope. Uh, still not completely at 100%, so today will also be a shorter episode uh, not only because I'm not feeling super, but also because yesterday wasn't that exciting a day in terms of football. However, today will actually be really exciting. Uh, more on that a bit later. Um, so let's first have a look at what happened this weekend. So the biggest news, not necessarily, but the biggest win this weekend came when France faced Gibraltar and won 14 Nil. So 14 nil win. It was the highest win for France in the qualifiers, also the highest loss for Gibraltar. The game of the goal of the game came in the 91st minute from none other than handsome striker Olivier Giroud, who scored a bicycle kick. I'll just describe the goal for you quickly. So France are attacking down the left side, play the ball into the half space. Theo Hernandez goes into the penalty box whacks it goalwards from a tight angle from five yards out. The keeper gets his arms up, but the ball just goes looping high towards the far post where Olivier Giroud finds himself with the back to goal about two yards from the goal. He jumps up, does a bicycle kick and with his right leg over his own head while flying backwards, kicks the ball into the net. It was a wonderful acrobatic display, kind of slightly dampened maybe by, well, the fact that it was 14-0 or 13-0 at that time. So... Not the most exciting goal in terms of the result of the game, but an exciting goal nonetheless. A real athletic display with him doing a bicycle kick from about two or three meters out. And this is what it sounded like on French TV. Hernandez la surface de réparation, la frappe de Théo Hernandez. La parade, le ciseau retourné, le but. Oh, le but d'Olivier Giroud, magnifique. So France still dominating and showing how strong they are and definitely have to be counted among the favourites, if not the favourite for the tournament in Germany coming summer. And apropos coming summer in Germany, the next qualification game that was really of interest uh, was the one between Israel and Romania because the winner of that game would advance to the Euros. The loser would be relegated to the playoffs, so to say, and as things stood, um, it was not played in Israel. Israel would have been the home team, but it was played in Hungary. And scores were level at 1-1 in the 63rd minute when a decisive moment came. Romania attacking through the centre played the ball to the right into the penalty box. Hadji tries to play a low ball to the far post for a player waiting to receive it. Ball gets blocked, it falls back to him. He takes a touch and then with his left foot, bam, whacks it towards the near post. Goal, 2-1. That's all she wrote and that was the decisive moment to send them through and it's kind of poetic that none other than Yanis Hadji, the son of Romanian legend Georgi Hadji, would be the one to send them through because almost to the day 30 years earlier his father scored a winning goal to, to send his team to the world championship back then with a 2-1 victory. So, yeah, kind of poetic as you say, history doesn't necessarily repeat itself but it most certainly rhymes. Hadji wants it, here he is, Hadji gets it back, this time we'll have a pop and score! And that might be the goal! And now coming back to earlier with dominant displays by teams that speak, well at least partly French, uh, Belgium won 5-0 against Azerbaijan and the moment of the game in this case actually wasn't a goal but the most heavily discussed moment was a piece of skill by none other than Arsenal's Leandro Trossard 
and I'll quickly describe it. There's a loose ball right between Leandro Tosar and the Azerbaijani defender. They're both running at the ball at full speed and the Azerbaijani slides towards the ball with his studs showing. Tosar gets to the ball first and with the right uh, he kind of toe, he flicks the ball upwards while jumping over the onrushing or onsliding defender. And the crazy thing that he did then is while he's mid-jump in the air, with the outside of his right boot, he kind of pushes the ball slightly to the side and perfectly into his stride. So he does a quick double contact, the first of which scoops the ball over a sliding defender. And then while he's jumping over the sliding defender with the ball in the air, he flicks the ball again with the outside of his right boot in the air to perfectly continue his run. And then to make things even better, another defender runs at him. And with his next touch, he plays the ball through the defender's legs. So a real amazing skill. It didn't amount to anything. There wasn't a goal or anything, but still a crazy piece of skill by the Arsenal player. And talking about crazy, less skill, but still a crazy moment came, or at least a funny moment, came after Hungary beat Montenegro 3-1. So Hungary are through, and Szoboszlai, whose name I'm probably pronouncing completely wrong, scored two of the three goals. And he was also the one responsible for this funny little moment, because after the game, he went to celebrate with the supporters. And uh, yeah, they were all around him, cheering and everything. And suddenly, one of the supporters gives him a little glass vial with some clear liquid in it and I think he knew at that moment also that it must have been some pretty strong alcohol but enticed by all the cheering and all the happiness around him he opens it takes one big gulp and finishes it in one go and then just pulls this shot face like really pulling his face facial muscles together and of course that just led to even more cheering but unfortunately I couldn't find a sound feed of that one um, but still a, a very fun moment in that game. And less fun, unfortunately, was Spain's win over Georgia. They won 3-1. But the youngster Javi injured himself badly. His anterior cruciate ligament got badly damaged and he will be out. And not only for the rest of the season, but also for the upcoming Euros. And I'll just quickly go over what happened in that moment. So at first it was actually really hard to tell what had happened because he went to ground without any contact by any opposition player or anything. So what happened was the ball came high towards him. He chested it, controlled it and wanted to continue his run along the sideline. And in that moment, he put all his weight on his right leg, did a kind of a twisty step towards his left. And somehow in that moment, his anterior cruciate ligament must have just gone bang and just kind of torn because from that moment on he's just not walking anymore he starts like really hopping and hobbling and just grabbing his his knee he, he doesn't move anymore properly and um the, the game is stopped and he just tries to get off the pitch but he can't even walk properly and it's got a really a lot of pain in his face and, and almost tears in his eyes and then just has to be carried off so a really sad moment for a youngster one of the most promising talents in europe and unfortunately a player that we won't get to witness at the Euros uh, coming summer in Germany. Talking about the Euros in Germany, so far we already know 16 of the 24 teams that will be there. Slovakia also got through last weekend. So we have an exciting evening to look forward to tonight, which I mentioned, because there will be three tickets that will be given away and it's not going to be some kind of huge mathematical challenge to figure out who goes through no it's actually pretty simple because we have three games three direct clashes where the winner will definitely be through to the euros whereas the loser depending on the game will either be in the playoffs or will be out so the first game we'll focus on and i'm pretty sure that will also be the game that will be audio describing tomorrow for well 
an in-depth review and that will be the game between Ukraine and Italy. Ukraine is technically the home game, although the game will be played in Germany, in Leverkusen, and the situation is pretty clear. Ukraine have to win to advance the Euros. Italy are through if they draw the game, and the loser of this game will make it to the playoff round anyway. Then we have the next one, which is also pretty exciting, is Slovenia hosting Kazakhstan. For Slovenia, a win or a draw is enough. Kazakhstan have to win. However... If Slovenia lose, they are completely out of contention for the Euros, whereas Kazakhstan, no matter what, they're definitely in the playoffs or might even qualify directly. And finally, we have the Czech Republic facing Moldavia, where it's kind of the same situation as with the Slovenia-Kazakhstan game. The away team, Moldavia, have to win and the hosts can draw the game to be through. In this case, it's kind of the other way around. For Moldavia, it's their last shot to get to the Euros. If they lose or if they draw the game, they're out, whereas the Czech Republic already have a spot in the playoffs guaranteed. So those are three games to really look forward to. The last remaining ticket will be decided uh, on Tuesday, but we'll get into that tomorrow. All right, so that's kind of all she wrote for today. It's good to be back. I hope I'll have a bit more energy tomorrow because now I'm actually realizing how exhausting this has been and I will definitely go back and get some rest and um, still I hope you have a great start to the week and look forward to welcoming you back again tomorrow take care and bye bye